Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to Elite Rugby Banter. We are nearing the end of our Super Rugby team previews. The Super Rugby Advent Calendar only has a few to go. And today, we're going to be looking at Argentina's Jaguares. Let, let's move on to, I think, the highlight. The, the team that we've all been waiting to hear about in this podcast. The Highlanders. No, no, I was going to say the Jaguares, Matt, since you said you, you smashed the research. <laughs> so I'm interested to hear okay. what, what you can tell us. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Some of the... Some of the biggest losses to the Jaguars was essentially, by the looks of it, they've lost five props. Four of them went overseas to Europe, and one popped off back home. So one, and then is, is Garcia is Garcia Butter still there? Garcia Butter, I think, is still. Okay, no, that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Yeah, Garcia. So the, yeah, um, their current props are Felipe Argai. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna run the ones that aren't marked in training group. So our guy Garcia Butter, Pierito, and Chaparra. You need Which... more props than that, Matt. Yeah, well, that's the ones I've got on my list. So unless you're yeah, pulling I, a different. Yeah, I, I, I see. I see four props. So they just have enough for a team, one industry, and they have to pull out of Super Rugby, which, which I'm not opposed to. I, I think they should walk. Ben, don't worry though, because they've got four props labeled training group. So they've got depth at prop. Just half of them are apparently still at school. <laughs> you know, fucking nine-year-olds packing down. <laughs> They'll be fine. they got that Argentinian beef, man. No, they're probably yeah, already so... going bald as well. Uh, I, I don't oh, think that's they're, they're as strapping as they used to be. They used to be like Argentina used to never go backwards. Now they get mangled from time to time in the scrum. Yeah, no, they've definitely slacked in the scrums. Uh, hookers, they've lost no one's. Unless I've heard a rumor that Augustine Creevy is having a bit of a rest season or something. That's a lie, right? Uh, I've, well, I haven't seen anything I mean, about that. They've taken away his captaincy. Oh, shit. He's not captain for the Articulate's going to be captain, so I think but there's something to be written to that. He's the only one who can speak English, though, so he, they're going to struggle to communicate with the refs. Oh, but it's okay. The Australian lefts don't really speak English either. Yeah, yeah. And it's all facade anyway. They all can speak English. They're just kind of like, what? Sorry, I don't understand you. And they do. So it's it's all part of conspiracy. So, yeah. Anyway. And then, yeah, so they pulled in that hooker. Also, they pulled sorry, in. sorry, just yeah. on, on that point, just remember, they got Thomas Kubeli back from the Brumbies. And he was yeah, there on a secret English. He was there on a secret English learning mis- uh, mission. <laughs> so no, fair enough. That's why they, yeah, so they, they got that covered, Ben. Don't worry. Yeah, I think the only, the only, Big signing, so to speak, is most probably Cabelli. Uh, Everyone else seems to be young guys pulled up from various clubs inside Argentina. And it's not too many to speak of besides covering the massive player exodus at prop. Uh, number eight, they've lost Portillo. If that counts for much for anyone's life. And then, yeah, Cabelli uh, signed in. And I think change at coach is most probably their the biggest sort of change. Oh, the wait, sorry. They've lost Cordero and Montero at wing, mm. which is two of their better performing backline players on occasion. Yeah. Especially Cordero. And, yeah. yeah he was changing in fantasy, actually. Huh? Cordero, he used to score quite well in fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he did. That's what I'm saying. Cordero and Montero is also, every now and then he had a good game, but most of the time he was playing a bit cold. And then, yeah, they've got uh, Ledisima back from 
Australia as well. So another maybe another English English course. Uh, Ledesma back from Australia as their coach. Ford's coach. Ford's coach for Australia. And before that, I'd like if you go to his page, he, 2015 he spent a, a season at the Waratahs as coach observer. What? That sounds so, that sounds so dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> would be like in the bushes or something maybe maybe Checker just sort of hired him and told him go stand there <laughs> learn how to coach <laughs> it's not even his first gig as coaching because 2011 2012 he was forward coach at Stade of France 12 to 14 he was forward coach at Montpellier then he arrives at Australia and it, Coach observer <laughs> no. for a season. Coach observer. I mean, that sounds like he. That sounds like he was hired to keep Checker under control. Yeah, because I mean, it's the same time he started Ford's coach in at Australia, so maybe they just had to have him on a dual. Yeah, like get to handle. Yeah, to handle Checker's temper. Yeah, maybe so. he was. Learn, maybe he was genuinely learning learning the language. Though. Like it's possible. It's possible. I mean, but he, yeah, I suppose he would have been coaching French at the time. Yeah, of Spanish French and then he had to pick up English before he could maybe and, yeah I, and going back to Ben what you said about the Jaguares sort of not going a bit backwards in the scrums maybe he's the ray of sunshine that they need because as far as I as far as I remember correctly the Aussies have always been shit at scrums but for the last sort of two three years under East Tutelage they've actually looked a lot better so maybe he brings it back to Argentina as well. So, so, so what what we're saying is Argentina wasn't good at scrumming. They just had one guy who knew what he was doing, and he <laughs> used to coach them. And then he left. And now he's back. No, he's never coached Argentina. He's never coached in Argentina. Oh, no, only no, ever maybe, maybe, had a, maybe had like a YouTube channel or something. Oh no, wait, no, no, no. I, I should you not. The day <laughs> the day he retired playing for the Argentinian national side for the Pumas is when he started coaching Stade Francais. God, plot thickens. Yeah. Fuck. At least, at least give yourself a month to like, I don't know, go on a bit of holiday or something. Like, yeah, it probably took a month or two. I'm just reading it broadly. 2011, he retired from the national team. 2011, he started coaching Stade de France. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but, but I actually, I actually have a bit of a, because because South Africa does it all the time. Like. We just think that someone having played rugby is just, there you go, you qualify to coach like the national team, a professional rugby team. It's like, fucking hell, even if you played rugby, you should at least start at uh, like at least a university level, I would say, at like the highest level you should start at before. Because guys like, you know, like Victor Matfield or whatever, you're like, "Mm, you must be a great coach. Turns out he's a fucking shit coach. Like... I don't know. There's an irritating mentality that playing and coaching are the same thing when it's not. Like obviously it helps to have played, but it's just yeah, a little bit. But yeah, let's see. He wasn't even playing for Stade Francais. He was playing for Clermont before he started coaching at Stade Francais. Oh, okay. So there's no yeah. Also an ex-hooker. So at least we can we can sort of see what Creevy's looking gonna look. Creevy's career is going to look like for the next sort of five to ten years. Okay, well, we'll see how it plays out. <laughs> yeah, then I, my other part of my research, my plan was obviously, as I've mentioned once or twice before, just scrap the whole old Jaguars team and then research clone, research cloning Creevy 22 more times. So you've got a full squad of just Creevy. Yeah, that'll be pretty effective. 
<laughs> have you got, have you got any progress for us on that? I've spoken to a geneticist on Friday evening over a beer or two, and she says, chances are good I'm not going to see that team in my lifetime. Oh, no. Well, yeah, we could. Well, no, but is, say, is say that, they is clone that because Creevy today. They have, to wait. they have to wait at what age was Creevy. Say he's got to be like 20 before the whole team of Creevy kicks in. Let's so, see. Yeah, uh, so, so, say 2040, we could see a team of Creevy. <laughs> is, it, is it something specific to Creevy that makes him difficult to clone? Like, or, or uh, so it's, it's, probably, so it's probably difficult to get the needle in, in to penetrate his skin to draw the blood needed. It's true. Yeah. He's made of iron. Yeah, they'll, they'll, need, they'll need like a kryptonite needle or whatever. Or maybe he'll use his own eye beams to cut himself. But I mean, surely, surely it, would be, it, would, it would behoove us to at least get a sample of his DNA now and then be patient until the technology catches up with our plans. And yeah, then we can put this into action in 20 years' time, maybe. By the looks of it, if my maths is right, Creevy made his debut for the Pumas at the age of 20. And he's been playing for them since 2005. Of course I knew that. That was just... I know I know what age Creevy peaked at, guys. Come on. <laughs> peaked, I'm sorry. Peaked. The uh, man is still on ascension. Creevy is also yeah. the, the king of we the sneaky offload. Peaked. He's got more better yeah, hand skills than like most of South Africa's backline. Like you don't, like, you saw him. I think it was against the Lions last year at his park. He's running along and out of nowhere. You don't even know where the ball is. It just pops out. You know, like mm. the jackal stealing an egg. It just pops out and suddenly goes left or he right. Does. Mad. He, he has very, he has he has very long limbs for a hooker. Yeah. yeah that, mm. As I mentioned that pub trivia last week while I was busy researching that I came across, is that uh, at where was Creevy's club at Montpellier. They called Creevy, or he, the fans at least, called him Sunny Bill Creevy because of his <laughs> offload tendencies. So, where, okay. t- tell me, Matt, where are they going to finish in the the one of the South African conference? I was going to say it's one of the weaker ones, but it's, South African rugby is different from after Friday, so I won't say that. So, where, where are they going <laughs> to finish? Uh, from his... I just like them because they're fun every now and then, but it's generally true. they cuck. So, are they gonna they're gonna finish above the cheaters? <laughs> so, yeah. that, that's like saying so, so. ten times zero. It gives you. <laughs> Adam, relax. Fit. I said fit. Relax. <laughs> oh, oh, before you had your aneurysm, I did say fit. <laughs> Fine. Well, uh, yeah, fifth. The end. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's fifth. They they are gonna finish fifth. That's it. They cuck. Ben, are they cuck? Yeah, as you guys might have noticed, I have no fucking time for Argentina or the Jaguars. So, uh, yeah, fifth. But but can, can I just mention something that their home games are a lot easier for them because it's it's a one-off home game. It's on a shoot. I never even watch them play at home because it's like three in the morning here in Mauritius. Uh, but um, it's their home games are also their fields are the wrong fucking size. <laughs> but Oh, they play on those, uh, like, weird soccer they, size ones, eh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Their home games are... They they shit to... It's a shit place to tour. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe the food's really nice or whatever, but just in terms of the time zone, and it's a one-off game, blah, blah, blah. So, and I think there's going to be an increasing trend. Remember, like, the Lions did oh, last year. Dude, where Wasn't the previous year the worst idea, though? Well, yeah, they gave up. That ship sailed, bro. That's water under the bridge. All right. Yeah. I, 
He did the I'm right not, thing. I'm not pooing on the Lions. I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> no, no, that's no, only no. going to happen at the, end, at the end of the season. Like, the Lions have done it. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to risk giving up points midway through the season when they yeah. don't know what the story is yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay, well, I, I don't, I don't know because it's as we've said before, it's a, it's a game of attrition. So if teams are sending their sort of their B teams there, no, but you know what? I fucking hate them, and they're going to come fifth, and they should just leave. <laughs> okay, there you have it. So Ben's yeah, rap. So we all, so we all agree. Is, um, I'm just, I'm just defying my own logic. I hate these people so much. Ben, I'm letting, I'm letting the heart rule the head. Ben was on. building a case, and yeah. then just pissed on so, that. So your one liner is fuck the Aguilaras. They, they're going to finish last as last seemingly possible, and I wish they weren't even in the competition. So there you have it, folks. That's the bottom line.